This is the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Well, we kept you busy. We were all kept busy. We looked forward to it on the weekend. Super Rugby Round 1 kicked off and Elliot Smith was involved with it. Before we go to the game you called, which was a tight one, the Minor Pacifica Fiji match, uh, let's start with the opener and that surprise result with the Crusaders. Morning, Elliot. Morning, BK. Absolutely. Look, I thought uh, there's a chance the Chiefs win. Didn't think there was a chance they'd win by 21 and um, and do a number on the Crusaders. They were superb. They were efficient. Um, they were everything we probably expect from the Crusaders um, on on Friday night, I thought it was a very very good performance from the Chiefs and one that they um, sets them up. You know, not for the season necessarily, but it sets them up with a bit of momentum heading into these opening weeks of the season, and that can be crucial. Um, you know, with the away game this week in Melbourne with the uh, the Super Round and everything like that. But they were very very good and grew into the game quite nicely. It looked like the Crusaders had their number uh, mm. in the first half and mm. uh, you know opened up a ten 0 lead and we had a couple of disallowed tries, correctly disallowed tries with. Um, you know, the Fletcher Newell uh, held up over the line and then the Cody Taylor one as well. They, your Crusaders convert those. They go in maybe, you know, 20 to 7, 22, 7, whatever it might be up at half time. It's hard for the Chiefs to, to get back into the contest from that point. But what the Chiefs <laughs> did well is 10-7 at half time. You're right in the contest, strike first in the first half and they seize the momentum for the game. And um, that was a, a very good performance uh, from the Chiefs, I have to say. Crusaders, that's their, their their equal biggest defeat of the Scott Robertson era, isn't it? It is. You remember a couple of years ago, I think it was Good Friday, they got belted by the Highlanders at home as well, 33-12, and no one really saw that coming. Um, it came out of nowhere, and the, the Highlanders just did a number on them on that occasion, and then the Crusaders were able to steady the ship and, and win another title. This is the first time they've lost a first-rounder since Scott Robertson took over mm. as well, and obviously with everything that's going on um, with him at the moment, there's you know all sorts of questions about it being a distraction <laughs> and whether Jason Ryan was the real brains of the operation and oh you know everything oh. else is you know we rushed to conclusions after round one BK um, but you expect the Crusaders to, to bounce back and balance oh, yeah. back well yeah. um, over the coming weeks of the season there, there was a bit to like in that first half the second half they they were, to borrow a phrase from a former All Blacks coach flushed the dunny and move on I suspect as they head into the Highlanders this week away. <laughs> The thing that got me about the match, how fast it was. Really, the pace was incredible, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And and that may not suit the Crusaders, I think, these rule changes. um, They probably like being a bit more, uh, perhaps slowing the game and playing to Mm. their pace and, um, you know, watching that clock tick down, you know, when they've got the pressure on the opposition teams and, you know, the opposition team down by five, seven, whatever it might be, watching the, the clock tick down and, you know, the Crusaders being perhaps, you know, slow to line outs and just taking their time. But, you know, they're going to have to find a way around that. And um, um, that's going to be crucial over the coming weeks. I think every game uh, over the uh, opening weekend that I saw, it was fast. It was furious. Um, yeah. If these changes continue, um, we probably see some tired bodies as the weeks go on. But we're <laughs> going to see some entertaining rugby. Okay, you called the minor Pacific a Fiji game. Gee, was that the game of the weekend? Oh, I think it has to be. It was an absolute cracker. And, um, you know, two teams uh, playing some um, brilliant rugby, not afraid to, to offload, but they also played some considered rugby as well. You know, Moana's first two tries, they went 12-0 up early, came from their props, um, you know, burrowing over the line. They, um, you know, set themselves up well and just used their big men and their strength. And then Fiji... Um, use some of their big players, but as the game wore on and, and perhaps the, the players became a wee bit more tired, or those bigger boys up front, um, the backs were able to get into the contest a bit more, and um, we saw some lovely tries from Moana, and also 
uh, from Fiji. I thought there was a few players for Fiji that were absolutely outstanding um, and, and kept them in the contest. When it looked as though, you know, Moana 12 nil up, um, Fiji came back in with a couple of tries, and then Moana again um, almost extended out to, to what, a seven-point lead, I think it was, and uh, had the game uh, ready to, to take away from Fiji's grasp. But, but Fiji, um, their centre was very, very good. Um, kept them in the contest. Their hooker, their captain, um, superb as well. And then um, Robert Tamanda, their winger, who used to play for the Warriors, incidentally, so knows Mount Smart relatively well. Didn't have too many games to the Warriors. I'm not sure if he actually played first grade or not, but um, was certainly part of their system, scored or set up the winner. Um, very, very good performance from the drawer. Moana, there's a bit to like there. Uh, you know, they finished bottom of the table last year, but the fact that they were to stick in the contest and, you know, they'll learn from that defeat uh, and maybe uh, poised to, you know, pick up a win here or there during the season as well. And, you know, I think looking at the basis of that performance, the Drua, when they get to Suva, uh, a few games there this year, got the Blues uh, at one point, the Crusaders, I think, a couple of weeks away, they're going to be very, very tough to beat there. And the Fijian Sevens have just thrashed South Africa 28-7 in the Sevens as well. Hey, let's move on to the uh, the other game. The Blues smashing the Highlanders. 60 points given mm. up to the Landers. Do you think this will be the story of the se- their season? Oh, well, yeah, I think it might be, um, to be honest. Uh, I, I expect the Blues to win, certainly not by that margin. Um, yeah. You know, the Highlanders are very, very tough, or usually very tough to win, uh, to beat at uh, Forsyth Bar, no matter... Um, who they've got on their 23. But, um, you know, they, they allowed the Blues just to carve them up the middle um, in that first half. And yeah, the game was essentially done at half time. I know the Highlanders scored a couple of tries before the break uh, to close the gap. What was it? 30 18, I think it was at half time off the top of my head. But it was essentially done at that point. Um, you know, it was 36 at, at one point. And then the, the Blues, um, again, just um, pulled away in the, in the second half, scored some lovely tries. And. Um, you know, they're a team that have obviously got a bit of bit between their teeth about the way that last season ended and losing that final to the Crusaders and um it was a statement to to open up the campaign in twenty twenty three. Mark Talia, superb performance. Um he is the country's premier winger at the moment. And um, you know, if you're selecting an all black side today, um I know he played a couple of tests at the end of last year, but he'll mm. be one of the first names on the team sheet. Oh. He 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 was outstanding, I thought, for the Blues. Yeah. Yeah, and in Townsville, the Hurricanes thumped the Reds 47-13. Yeah, what I liked about the, the, the Hurricanes was it was you know a tight tussle at halftime. They were up by 3-16-13 at the break, and then just pulled clear. The Reds played some stupid rugby, if I'm entirely honest, but you know, I don't think they'll be um, you know serious contenders this year. But what I liked about the, the Hurricanes is that they just kept doing what they're doing and um, allowed themselves to extend the um, you know the score, kept the scoreboard ticking over and just put that pressure on the Reds and it, and it's hold. I thought Artie Savio was very, very good. Jordy Barrett, um, again, and they've got a couple of other promising young players as well who had good games. So Hurricanes, I think that's a, it's a good five-pointer to bank at the start of the season because it could have been a tricky trip over there to Townsville for them, um, you know, those opening round games, but they made it anything but. So good five points for the, the Hurricanes as well. Nice one, Elliot. Good to catch up, mate. We'll do it again uh, after next weekend's round. Sounds good. Cheers, BK. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.